0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of Natural Health with CNM, the College of Naturopathic Medicine. I'm your host, Michelle Sanchez. Today I'm joined by CNM's Health Coach Course Director, Victoria Mudi. Victoria is going to be talking to us about changing careers and how she went about following her passion to pursue her dream job. She'll also be discussing what a health coach is, how to go about becoming one and the career opportunities available in the industry. Victoria is a CNM Health Coach graduate and the course director of CNM's Health Coach Diploma. Her role is to oversee the content and delivery of the diploma course to all students online and in class. Victoria worked in corporate marketing and business for over 15 years, but after having children she wanted to find a career that offered flexibility around her family. Studying to become a health coach was the perfect fit. Victoria is passionate about helping others to improve their health and also runs a private health coach practice where she specializes in improving families' health habits. Hi Victoria, how are you? Hi Michelle, I'm really good, thank you. Thanks so much for joining me today, it's great to have you on the show. Now, today you're going to be talking to us all about changing careers and how you took the plunge to follow your dream to become a health coach. Now, changing careers can be a daunting prospect as it involves uncertainty. However, taking a leap of faith to do something you love is incredibly liberating and you're going to be sharing your tips and advice on how to make the process easier and also telling us a bit more about health coaching. But firstly, though, please tell us a little bit about yourself, your role at CNM and your experience as a health coach.
1: Thanks ever so much. And firstly, thank you so much for having me. It's really exciting. I love the CNN podcast. I think they're brilliant. Oh, One of my, fa- my favourite things to listen to while I'm cooking in the evening. Oh, great. <laughs> great to hear. So, thank you. <laughs> so I am the health coach course director at CNN. And I'm also a practicing qualified health coach. So I'm a mom of two girls. And my background was not health in any way, shape or form. I did law at university and then I went into marketing and I did marketing all the way through my 20s and 30s. And I think probably like a lot of people, I had my children in my 30s. I carried on working and then did other things and then realized that actually the very busy, fast paced world of marketing is not necessarily conducive to having two small children at the same time (laughs) so I I was looking for other things that I wanted to do and even though that was something I was really passionate about in my 20s it wasn't something that I was passionate about now I'm in my 40s Mm and I think I think that's one of the great things about a life change when you have children it does make you reassess
0: absolutely
1: And I was aware I'm going to be working for another 20 years at least. I've got to be doing something I enjoy, something that's flexible and something that I want to wake up in the morning and think, I'm really looking forward to work today rather than wake up in the morning and think, oh, God, it's work again. (laughs) Do I have to? Yeah, exactly. Or that Sunday night dread that people get like, oh, Mm. you know, Sunday night. So I am. I was looking around and I've always really been interested in sort of healthy eating, nutrition and exercise. And I love being outdoors and, you know, sort of just generally that healthy lifestyle. And I think I always thought I wanted to be a nutritionist. Yeah. And I started working with CNM, firstly, managing their Birmingham College, where we do the nutrition diploma out, out of that college. And having watched the lecturers and seeing what the students do there it made me realize that actually that wasn't what I wanted to do I love healthy eating and I love food but that wasn't what I wanted to do because the the realization I came to was that my passion is people Mm -hmm. I love people and I love helping people I think maybe I'm quite nosy naturally (laughs) I love learning about curious yeah yeah I love learning and chatting to people and and I'm a very solutions-orientated person. So I think you've got to be honest and sit down and look at yourself and think, what is it that brings you joy? What makes you happy? I love talking to people and I love health. So when I realized that I could tie those two together and become a health coach, that wasn't, for me, like the perfect way of, of going about it.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's sort of epiphany, isn't it, when you think, yeah, this is what I want to do. Totally, totally. Oh I love that. Okay, so can you talk us through how you went about changing careers? What were some of the key steps
1: that you took? So I think with anybody who's looking at it, I would say you need to you do need to be quite honest with yourself and sit down and think what is it that you what is it you like to do? What what are you passionate about? And then you've got to do your due diligence. You have to go out and look at so I realized I wanted to be a health coach and so part of that process then was starting to understand a bit more about what a health coach actually does what their sort of remit is and also how I was going to be able to study around Mm -hmm. the fact that I had sort of part-time jobs with CNM at the time I had part-time sort of role in my husband's business obviously still had kids and a house to run and everything else so for me I I then sort of was like well I need to find a course but I I've got to look at what the criteria has got to be so I started to do my due diligence online and there are a lot of companies out there. And as I think there are with a lot of sort of mature studies as well, there's a huge remit and a huge range in the different types of courses out there. And the reason I picked c was I wanted a course that came from a place of knowledge of naturopathic nutrition and health mm-hmm. and had then moved into coaching. So they actually harnessed the knowledge that they had about people and how to be healthy naturally, and had then moved into how to then coach people on that, rather than a company that potentially was a coaching business that had just moved into the health arena as a different sort of kind of way of expanding their portfolio of coaching. I didn't want that. Yeah. It was for me, it was really, really important that I came from a knowledge of health and then learn how to use that within coaching. So that was why I picked CNN, because I genuinely believe that we are the best provider to give you that.
0: Absolutely. And I think that's a really key point, because I think many people might not be aware of that. You really want to get that foundation in the health, and then the coaching sort of comes off of that, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, you know, the coaching techniques are really, really, really important, because that's what will get you results. But Ultimately, you've got to have the knowledge of the body and the food and how those two interact before you're able to then actually effectively coach somebody on that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you did the course
1: and, and, yeah. how did, and what happened then? So I did the course online, so I now know that C and M offer in class courses in London, but I'm not based in London, I'm a couple of hours away in the UK. So again, the online course really appealed to me because I could study in the evenings when the kids were in bed, I could find pockets of time throughout my day where I could say, right, you know, I'm gonna do a couple of hours in the morning, we'll do a couple of hours in the evening. I loved it all the fact that it was all pre recorded because Studying after 20 years out of studying can be a little bit tricky.
0: Yes, and daunting.
1: yeah, and it took me a while to kind of get my brain back round the whole idea of studying. So the fact that all the lectures were pre-recorded, I had all the lecture slides, It kind of meant I could stop and rewind, and stop and rewind, and go over topics. And they have all these great sort of little summary quizzes and interactive activities. And and doing that makes you realise mm, that bit really didn't go in about vitamin D, or that bit about the cardiovascular system really didn't go in. So I need to go back yes. and revisit that. And I, that was what i loved about the course, and and also you can kind of because it's online you can sort of set your own schedule you've got a year to do it but i think i completed in 10 months so i sort of set myself a schedule and you can crack through it quicker if you want to
0: yeah. And I think that's really important, that flexibility, because I think a lot of people want to go and study, but it's that challenge is, you know, how am I going to do this? If I've still got to work, I've got a family. So flexibility and in, in working into your lifestyle and your schedule is really key. Yeah,
1: totally. Totally. So I think, you know, it, for anybody who's, who's looking to study, I don't know, I'm, I, I'm a bit sort of, I'm not impulsive, but I do believe that you can overthink your way out of something, yes. anything, even if it's good for you and it's definitely <laughs> the right thing. You, anybody can talk ourselves out of it. And that's the kind of the fear, the natural fear that we all have where, oh, I don't want to do that. What happens if I fail? What happens if I can't do it? What happens if people laugh at me? You know, kind of, you know, how am I going yes. to find the money? Or There's always lots and lots of reasons why you shouldn't do it, but I knew I wanted to do it. And And I think it's been really interesting since is that my sort of my family and my husband have all said, you are so like, you're kind of like back to how you were when you used to be excited about work before they were like, you know, you're just generally so excited about it. And that's because I I love it. I kind of, I had to put the fear in a box because I think I could have talked myself out of it. But sometimes (laughs) I think if you decide, just do it, just get on and do it. And (laughs) worry about it afterwards, you know, it'll be fine. If it feels right, go with your gut and do it.
0: Absolutely. And I think that's, you've hit the nail on the head there. It's like, if it feels right, you, it just feels like that natural progression, doesn't it? And you just enjoy it and you love it. And that, that energy radiates through you and, you know, through everything you do. So that's what your family is seeing. So I think that's really great.
1: Yeah. So for me, it's been, it has been a complete new lease of life. I'm really excited now about getting up every day and and helping people and and working with CNM to train new health coaches because I'm I think it's something that's going to become ever more important as well.
0: Absolutely. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. So what were some of the challenges um that you faced and how did you overcome them?
1: I think as with anybody, you know there's there's sort of the cost side of things. Um yeah. and you know, I think as well sometimes some people may feel that you know I sort of felt like gosh it's a lot of money to spend on myself
0: Yeah, and I'm not
1: going to get a physical thing at the end of it you know it's not like buying a car or <laughs> you know sort of you know putting a down payment on the house anything like that you know not that it's anywhere near that expensive but I was like actually I think part of that was me having to get over it's okay it's okay to spend money on me and it's okay to invest in me. And, and again, that was one of my sort of challenges that I had to justify in my head. My husband was really supportive, but I think I'd sort of thought, oh, you know, and it's a, but it was fine. I just said, right, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to stick it on a credit card and I'll worry about it later. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, and it was fine. I, I paid it off and it's, but that was one of the biggest challenges for me was having that confidence in, in, and belief in myself that it was okay to spend money and invest in myself.
0: Yeah, and that's exactly it, isn't it? It's investing in yourself and your future and your family's future. Because even though it Personally. isn't, you're not getting that physical thing. You're getting that invaluable knowledge and experience that you can not only use for yourself and your family, but to help others and create a new business. And, that's, and you know, um, that's
1: one of the things that I'm really passionate about. I've got two girls, and I think that you know the way the world is now with social media and all the other outside influences. I am really passionate about family health and about educating them and emboldening them to have a you know a sort of healthy relationship. Not just with food and not just with the way they look, but with the way their bodies feel Mm -hmm. and and the exercise and the movement that they do and 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 also the the kind of the mental mindset of it all, you know, encouraging them to be positive and and be grateful and and kind of just generally I want to give them as many tools as I can to help them get through those tricky teenage years and those years in your twenties when you're not quite sure of yourself and you're very easily influenced by other people and I just that's one of the things that I just I love the fact that I've been able to implement a lot of things in the house you know we do like we've got these little affirmation cards and things that we use sometimes before school if they've got something going on they're a bit nervous about and and it's really funny because my youngest will go and give them to my husband's employees sometimes She'd be like, right? You need some affirmation. <laughs> Great, I love so that. Like, and- okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I, I'm. I'm really passionate because I think that you can. That connection and that ability to understand your own body and your own mind, and realise that some days are not going to be so good. and and have some tools to sort of even at that age at the age of eight have some tools to be able to turn around the way that you feel in a very simple way that's really powerful
0: Absolutely, yeah, it's fundamental, and I think I you know I'm a big advocate of that as well. Teaching children, you know, about their bodies and what comp you know what comprises a healthy diet, and you know what you eat and how that's going to make you feel. Because I do the same with my daughter. You know, if she's eating once all these sugary things, when then she's got a sore tummy afterwards. It's like, well, mm. did mommy not tell you that if you eat all those sugary things, then that's what's going to happen? And it, they kind of make that connection, then, don't they?
1: Yeah, um, totally. And that's all you can hope to do, isn't it? Is just guide them and inform them and give them the tools to to help them through their lives that's all you can do
0: absolutely so what was the one thing you learned along the way either on the course or through your tra- changing careers it was like a
1: light bulb moment for you oh, that's a it's a really tricky one I think it was the fact that this could be a career I I sort of, I went into it knowing this is what I wanted to do, but I wasn't really sure how it would pan out, if that makes any sense. And I think it was the actual fact that this is something that's really, really important. And I think, you know, I know we're going to go into it a bit later on, but we're going to talk about the role of health coaches and how they are being integrated through areas like the RNHS here in the UK. I think, you know, that's so important that Actually, we, we all, in a way, know what we need to do to be the healthiest version of ourselves. But yet the health of our nation and our world is probably the worst it's ever been. Yes. But yet we all know what to do. So why don't we do it? And it's because we need somebody to help us. Yes. So that's where being a health coach, the genuine need for it in society. And, and that for me was like the light bulb that, actually, this thing that I love doing and I can't wait to be able to help people with. Disease. There's so much demand for it, and that demand is only but going to grow.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I think that's the thing, isn't it? Sometimes we put these roadblocks or that that fear of the unknown. But I think with health coaching, it, as you say, it is just it's growing and growing and growing. And it's it's a uh, you know if you set up as a health coach and and on the course, you know, uh, CNN they give you all the tools and. Um, strategies to to get set up straight away that you kind of hit the ground running basically don't you
1: yeah totally you know I mean the the course the way that it's you know it's delivered um, you know the last part of the course is a business module where we actually teach you how to write a business plan how to think about your target audience how to set up a blog if you wanted to do that to use social media you know to look at your pricing and your packages so that is you know, it's stuff that's vitally important but it's stuff that we that's one of the major areas i think a lot of us procrastinate over is actually that practical element of putting something in place that allows you to utilize your skills and i i really love the fact that that is part of the course because you have to do it you have to do that thing that you don't normally want to do which means when you do finish like you say you can literally finish and start the following day yes And that for me is invaluable because it actually means that there is a commercial angle to the course in that we're not just giving you skills for the joy of giving you skills. We're actually going to teach you how to implement it so that you can get started. And you can, if that's what you want to do, go into private practice, you can get started straight away.
0: Absolutely. Because I think sometimes there are a lot of courses out there in different fields and, you know, or you just go oh I want to go and do a course in like pottery or something you know Mm -hmm. because you're passionate about it but um you're sort of investing that time and if you want to turn that passion into a project or into a new career it's like how some people don't know how to go about doing that so at least with the health coaching course you kind of you're investing in your future but you're also you've got this business to to get started with at the end of it as well haven't you
1: yeah yeah completely completely
0: so what advice and tips can you offer to our listeners who are considering changing careers to become either a health coach or work in another field within natural health? Like I
1: said, I think you need to look at how and when you want to be able to do it. Be, you know, do the research, look into the companies that are out there, you know, look into the, you know, the things that they're claiming and, and what they're offering and, you know, be, if if it's too salesy or too pushy then you know and it doesn't feel right don't go with it go with what feels right for you work out whether you want to do it online or in class or whatever that may be but then you've got to be strict with yourself because again you have got to allow yourself to get started but you've also got to allow yourself to complete because I see a lot of people and myself included you get sort of two-thirds three-quarters of the way through and you you feel like you've run out of steam and it's not that you've run out of steam. It's that it kind of in the back of your head, you sort of think, Oh, if I don't finish, then I can't fail because I, I can't be no good at it if I don't actually complete it. And it's this weird sort of psychological thing that we all do. We all sort of self-sabotage what it is that we really want to do to to keep ourselves safe, weirdly. So Mm. what I would say is, you know, be kind, but also be, Harsh with yourself, you know. Schedule that time. Get on with it. Push through and get out the other end. And honestly, you'll you'll work a way through. And and again, one of my my big things I say to clients and I say to my kids all the time is that we've got a real thing about fa- the word failure in society at the moment and f- it being a bad thing and it being shameful. Yes, it's not failure is part of growing and learning, and and you we don't all pop out being amazing at everything <laughs> no definitely that not So because we'd have nothing to strive for we'd have nothing to to learn and develop and grow and and experience and and failure is part of that experience and it's okay you know you you might decide you know to set yourself up and and do something and then think actually i've set my pricing all wrong but that's okay change your pricing and move on move forward and i, I think that's the biggest thing is be kind to yourself in, and in understanding that failure is not a bad thing. No, we
0: have to learn from our mistakes. Because that's the only way we get better, you know. Exactly. It? No, absolutely. Some great advice there. Thank you, Vicky. Um, so with the health coaching industry, we talked about how it's booming right now and there's sort of this ever-growing demand for health coaches. For those who aren't aware, can you just please explain what a health coach is and how health
1: coaches work? Yeah, obviously, completely. So a health coach is is different from some other sort of natural health um, practitioners in that you don't dictate to your clients what you do. Your role is more of like a mentor and coach is the key bit in there. Your role is to work with your clients to determine what their health goals are and to put together sort of like a roadmap on how they achieve their goals, and then you are their cheerleader, and their pusher (laughs) through that process. So a health coach will have sort of an initial consultation with with a client, and they will go through sort of a health history and food and movement and, and generally just look at the overall well-being and the setup of that client and work out what it is through that process that they'd like to achieve. And then you work together, and co-creation is really, really key in this. You can't, as a coach, just dictate to somebody what they do because you're more than likely not going to achieve the outcome. So you need to work together to get those sort of light bulb moments where clients realize that actually, oh, okay, I could do that. And okay, I will do that. And you you put together a plan and you help them work through that and achieve that plan. So I I think that's the bit that's very different is that you're working with your clients and you see people quite regularly. You would have follow-ups perhaps every two weeks as opposed to other practitioners Mm -hmm. you might only see every two months. So you are really building a relationship with people and seeing them regularly and that's where the bit that I love is you really getting to know people
0: yeah. And as you say, you're there, health coaches are championing, championing you on, aren't they? They're sort of your cheerleaders, as you say, you know, and I think that's what a lot of people need that ongoing support because it's easy to fall off the wagon, isn't it? Or get stuck on something or have a roadblock and then you think, oh gosh, how am I going to to get over this? And then you can just get on the phone to your coach and your health yeah. coach and sort of uh, say, oh, I need some extra support
1: on this area. And that's where it's really vital. Your, you know, your skills as a health coach are really vital because you've got to determine through those consultations what people are able to do because mm-hmm. there's no point putting together this amazing coaching plan that they're not, they're not sort of involved in and they're, they're not invested in because you won't get any results. No. It, and that's where the, the key is, is that it's that adaptation and using the knowledge that you've got of health to adapt to your client's needs so that you can help them but it is so rewarding
0: yes it is because you know you're helping people achieve their goals aren't you and I think mm-hmm. that's the key thing it's about setting realistic goals because uh, you know for example if somebody's not a runner and then you're sort of saying oh you've got to go for a you know a 5k run every every day you know that's just not going to work for some people is it you know some people no. you know it might be just a yeah, you know, a brief walk around the block you know so um, it's about and exactly work that's one,
1: yeah one of the things I really focus on is is adding things in when you first start with people as opposed to taking things away I think a lot of health Uh, advice that is out there in the general sort of media is you need to give up this whole food group and Mm -hmm. you need to give up being on your phone and you need to give you know basically you need to give up all the things that bring you any joy in life (laughs) And, and I'm a real believer of again that very very rarely works with people because the motivation wave doesn't maintain so they may come to you right at the top of their sort of motivation level go yeah okay I can do that I'll give up all these things and then three days in, they're tired and, you know, the kids have not been great or they've had a really bad day at work. And, and they all those sort of great intentions just go out the window because actually they're not achievable. So it's looking at adding a few things in, you know, is somebody's water intake really low? So could you say to them, what I'd like you to do is I just need you to drink three more glasses of water a day. And maybe that's, that's all you do to start off with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's those baby steps. It's, you know, could you go for a walk at lunchtime outside just around the block for 10 minutes? Could you do it once a week? It's, you know, it's, it depends on you know, who you're working with. Like you said, if you're working with someone who, you know, is, is sort of more athletic and wants to get into running longer distances and, you know, you probably advise some, uh, certain areas that they could do, but you would advise them going to see a specific sports nutritionist or PT you know it's having that ability as well to refer on and work with other practitioners as a sort of holistic approach
0: no absolutely so what are some of the career opportunities available to health coaches where can they work when they graduate
1: see it's really exciting actually I think there's lots and lots of different ways and I know that not everybody wants to run their own business uh, you know, not everybody wants to run run their own private practice. And that is the sort of sort of first port of call I would say that people go into that you were set up your own business and that you run it from wherever. I mean, you know, one good thing I think that has come out of lockdown and everything that's happened is that realisation and that flexibility that so many more things can be done effectively online. Yes. So, you know, you could easily work with clients all over the world all over the world utilizing, you know, online platforms to actually review and see your clients. It's totally possible. The other options are is that you go and work as part of a, a sort of larger practice. So it might be you go and work within a health practice. Um, we have a lecturer that works for us who has her own nutrition practice and she has health coaches in her business that then work with the nutritionist to help deliver the plans that the nutritionist have put together. Because Again, like we've said before, is that, you know, just because you've been given a load of advice by somebody doesn't mean you're going to follow it. So they're finding that actually they're getting much better adherence and much better results from their clients because they've got coaches who Mm -hmm. are able to break down those plans into manageable chunks for the clients. The other really big one in the UK especially is working within the NHS. There's been Mm -hmm. a massive shift in the NHS recently about early prevention. So actually, that sort of intervention much, much earlier on in people's health journeys to prevent those chronic lifestyle diseases that we're seeing such huge increases in. So working, you know, it could be that you work within a GP group or, you know, primary care network, you might deliver group sessions to patients that have been identified as having markers towards metabolic syndrome, for example. Or you might work on a one on one basis where patients are referred from the GP to come and see a health coach to help them work through changing lifestyle factors to they might be sort of onset of early type two diabetes, so working with clients to help prevent that. And I think that's really exciting. There's some huge inputs in there. One of the other things that you know a lot of people do is that they work in business, so they go and run corporate wellness programs in business mm-hmm. because if you look at what the impact is to corporate build uh, corporate businesses of illness and you know long-term sort of stress and absences from work you know there's there's a lot going on now where people are running wellness programs for their staff to keep them you know sort of mentally and health and physically as healthy as possible so i think there's, there's so many opportunities you know and And obviously it might be that you then decide to move into education like I did. You know Mm -hmm, you know, I I qualified and I never thought that this was what I was I I was going to do, but you know, running the course and developing the course all the time and, and working with professionals, which is sort of my role, is to to sort of work on the content and the delivery of the course to our students. I love it. Love, you know, getting to know all the students and hearing people's stories about why they've come to health coaching and also looking at what amazing things they're doing when they move out I absolutely love that yeah absolutely
0: well no two days are the same are they and you don't know who you're going to meet and what you're going to be doing and that's a really exciting prospect isn't it I think yeah Um, and also the world's your oyster and I think as you say uh, corporate wellness is huge you know people go on to do create their own group coaching programs as well as do one-on-ones you can write books you can
1: yeah do lots of oh, things it's, can't it's, you it's, it's unlimited and actually I forgot to say there's a there's a guy that we work with and he does health coaching for private health okay so yeah. um, if you've got private health care and again you've got markers it, it a lot of it at the moment is trying to prevent those chronic diseases so type 2 diabetes obesity looking at abdominal adiposity and things like that so and he works with clients who are in, in have got private health care and he coaches them to, to sort of work, you know, towards preventing things that, you know, starting sort of early indicators. And I think, you know, there's just, there's so much out there, you know, you have to be flexible and adaptable, um, but ultimately, if you stick to your your core goals of you like helping people and you want to help people become healthier... A piece of advice I give to everybody is that you have to be passionate about the industry. You know, the industry and our knowledge and our views on health, in inverted commas, change all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, at the moment, sugar's the devil, but it was fat, wasn't it, in the 80s? Yes. You know, and, and our knowledge and our understanding of things changes all the time. You know, there's a really big shift in the exercise industry at the moment that talks about planned exercise and unplanned exercise, So, which I really love that idea that, often you can burn as many calories through your unplanned exercise as you can through going for a run mm, um, you know so just okay. generally things like when you're going to go and sit on the toilet just sit down four times before you start to go you know and it's like doing a squat where <laughs> you sort of carrying things up you know you need to go up and down the stairs carry quite a few bags up the stairs make it a bit more difficult for yourself you know sort of stand yeah. and Stand on one leg while you're cooking to, you know, but <laughs> it is. It's to it's to work the core and to work the muscles around your ankle, and you know. I think there's so many things that you can do. Get up to change the channel on the TV rather than use the remote that people used to do. You know, before the current, you know, sort of time that we live in, and we've lost a lot of that. And there's a lot of real easy wins for a lot of people. It doesn't have to be joining a gym and pounding away on a treadmill no absolutely, and, and that's what I love that sort of that constant learning and development and understanding of how to how to be healthier because that's what you need you need a resource in your head of all of these things so that you can adapt and help your clients in the best way
0: absolutely and it's those little changes isn't it you know like adding things in and impromptu exercise I love that mm.
1: I listened to a great podcast the other day with um, Dr. Chatterjee and he was saying he added something into his life where uh, he does five minutes of planned exercise every day and he hasn't missed a day for three years because what he's done, is he's attached it to a habit that he already has. And that habit is when he brews his morning coffee. So his morning coffee takes five minutes to brew. And he says he never misses it because it's, you know, it's one of the highlights of his day. So what he's done is he does a five minute routine while he's waiting for his coffee to to brew. Okay, and a I little exercise that. routine. Yeah, mean? Okay. I love that because it's so simple. And you, yeah. what would the rest of us do? Probably while we were waiting, we'd probably go on our phones. Yeah. Yes, very true. Wouldn't we? It's our it's our default. So I think the fact that you can add something really simple in. Lots of people say, "I don't have time. I don't have time." It's finding those pockets of time yes. and adding things in that will make massive difference without feeling hard work
0: yes very good tip crank the music up yeah. shake it out <laughs> and get back to it <laughs> oh I love that okay can, can you take us through the CNM health coach diploma you know what would you learn on the course and why is it different to other health coaching courses I mean you have touched on a few things
1: already but can you just run us through briefly what the course entails yes of course I think the course is absolutely brilliant. Like I say, we finish off with a business module. And and as part of that, we also give you something that we call Clinic in a Box, which is brilliant because it's all of your templates, the sort of GP referral letters, case-taking forms, follow-up forms, but it's also loads of really useful handouts that you can utilize with your clients whilst you're building that knowledge and whilst you're building your confidence as well. So that is like a massive, massive takeaway that I think is really, really important. But we start off and we like to build up sort of from the ground up. So we start off with a module called How the Body Works, which is sort of anatomy and physiology and talking about um, the systems of the body and how they interrelate and how they work together. And I love that because you get this really, really good base knowledge of how a person's body works. Mm-hmm. you know it's not a medical degree by any stretch but it's a it's a really really good detailed introduction we then move on and your next module is called nutrition for everyday living and we will then cover how food inter interacts with those systems in your body so we talk about sort of key macro and micronutrients we'll talk about superfoods a sort of healthy aging sugar diabetes you know it's, a, it's again it's a really great module Mm -hmm. and um what we do as part of all of them like i said earlier is we'll have little interactive activities where you might have to sort of split a plate and drag different food types into different areas or match labels of you know sort of different ventricles of the heart in your um how the body works but we'll also ask you to do assignments so we might ask you to keep a diet diary for three days and then comment on different areas that you could improve on or things that need to be added in Um, and I think they're they're the things that are really great so even if you're doing the course online it's practical application that's really really important and we have case studies dotted throughout everywhere so we'll teach you about a topic and then we'll do a little mini case study And say, right, if you had a client coming to you that was presenting and they were, say, I don't know, menopausal and they, you know, they started to put on weight around their middle and they really just weren't feeling very happy. What sort of things could you suggest to improve that? And then we'll we'll sort of give some actual examples. And that, for me, is the bit that's really invaluable because that is actually showing you, teaching you application in practice as opposed to just teaching you theory. so you you've done your body you've done the food we then do a really great module on sort of fitness and movement and the importance of of that sort of inclusion into people's lives and then we finish off with coaching and the coaching module we teach you obviously coaching techniques different ways to approach things different kinds of questioning techniques that you can use um how to actually take a case for that practical element of what do you do when you're sat in front of someone and we also as part of that you have to take six live cases mm-hmm. with a client and then you these are marked in your, and your feedback is given by qualified health coaches that we use and that was just really invaluable because you get actual application in practice you get time to practice on someone and for somebody to go you know that was great Think about this. Do this differently with your coaching plan, rather than just going right. Well, you've learned some theory. Off you go. Yes. And, you know, we actually we we want to. You know, one of our key sort of mission statements is we want to create and and help educate safe, knowledgeable practitioners who are really really able to help the people that they work with, and and that's why I think the big difference with our courses is, is we're not just going to teach you how to coach and give you a little list of things to think about if you're talking about health and then that's it we're actually going to teach you in detail everything that you know we believe you need to know and how to put that into practice and that's the difference I think our course has over a lot of other courses available
0: and as you say that that's actually fundamental isn't it having that clinical practice because I think it's all one thing learning it all but then taking that with a real life case is something completely different isn't it and people
1: need to get that confidence as well don't they totally it's nerve-wracking I remember the first few that I did it's really nerve-wracking um and you think you're going to forget things and Mm -hmm. but it's also as well that's that that view again of failure in that if you pass them all you know I say this to students all the time it's okay not to get a competency rating you know, in one of in, in some of your cases, because that means you've got things that you can learn on, you can learn about, and you can grow. You know, rather than if you did it all perfectly every time, I'd be like, "Wow, this is amazing! Have you did you need to do this course?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> well, that's it. And it, it, you're in that safe environment, aren't you? So you've got, like, experienced health coaches there and lecturers to help support you and give you feedback and tell you how to do things sort of maybe a better way or a different way. So uh, I think that's um, yeah. really, really And key. they
1: love it. You know, that the, the practitioners, you know, we, we, we use practicing health coaches and they absolutely love it. They love, you know, that interaction with the students and the marking because they're like it makes me better is what Mm -hmm. I feel like I get that makes me a better practitioner as well in being able to help and critique other people it makes me realize what I need to implement and and do in my own practice as clients
0: yeah absolutely because things as you said before things are changing all the time and you know it's kind of yeah it just keeps you on your toes I guess doesn't it yeah yeah totally (laughs) yeah no it's a very comprehensive course and um yeah we'll include some information in the the show notes of where you can find more information about the health coach course so thank you for running through that now just to finish up do you have any health transformation stories you can share with us to show how health coaching has transformed someone's health or life
1: i think again for me it's i work with people you know family health that that's my my sort of area of of passion and of love and what I see time and time again is you know I, I work with a lot of women who you know are mothers and busy mums working mums who've got children or just busy career women and how often do we get the time to sit and talk about ourselves for yeah, an never. hour and bit, you know without you know, even if you've got really great friends you can do it with there's always that View of like, well, I am going to have to return the favour and listen (laughs) to you talk about yourself for an hour. So, I think that for me, I just love the fact that actually it gives people that space to to sit down and talk about themselves. And it's that it's that pause, it's that time to stop and say, you know, are you okay? Um, and to us, you know, who are qualified in this, a lot of the advice that we give sometimes can feel quite simple, but I genuinely find that it's the simple things that you integrate first that have the biggest impact, because they're easy for people to do, they can see results, and therefore it motivates further change. Yes. So that's my kind of my biggest sort of you know result on that one is that it doesn't have to be complicated. You don't have to be you know working with a nutritionist to put together meal plans for people and completely you know working with a pt to put together complicated exercise sometimes it can just be as simple as encouraging someone to go for a walk or encouraging them to sit and write before they go to sleep sit and write three things that have they've been grateful for that day you know and sometimes that can be hard it might just be yeah. ungrateful that the sun came out, you know, which is something we have a problem with in the UK. <laughs> Especially <But> today. <laughs> exactly, you know, and it, it's, but it, it has such a positive effect on people's mindset for the following day. If you can go to bed in a positive frame of mind, your next day will be much easier than perhaps the day you've just come out of. And and that, again, like I say, it's those little things, those positive little changes. And and. I, just seeing people happier and lighter um that for me is a, the bit that really lights me up
0: yeah it's very very rewarding that's it it's um you know giving people those manab- manageable changes that they can actually achieve because I think um sometimes people set their expectations or um their goals a bit too high and it's they're setting themselves up for failure aren't they
1: yeah yeah it is it's You know, it's that wave of motivation. You set all your goals when you're feeling really motivated and and you're on it and you're trying to change too many things. There's a saying, isn't there, that human beings underestimate what they can achieve in five years, but completely overestimate what we can achieve in a year. You know, we set ourselves (laughs) massive goals in a year, but we don't realize that the little changes, the little daily changes are the things that make the difference over time.
0: Absolutely and I think it's that reflection as well isn't it looking back at what you have achieved and I think sometimes that's something that people forget but they'll be like oh but I haven't lost that five kilos yet or you know it's always focusing on that that what you haven't done rather than what you
1: have done you know and what you have achieved. Completely and I think it's it is it's that just being able to guide people through that and just to yeah, we, we live such busy lives we want to like we're on it all the time aren't we you know when do yes. we ever have five minutes with no interruptions no noise no phone? <laughs> you know and it's just having that bit of time for yourself with a with a qualified health coaches I'd recommend anybody to do it
0: fantastic oh thank you so much Victoria it's been absolutely amazing chatting to you and thanks for all your tips and advice today it's been lovely
1: i honestly like i say i love the cnn podcast um and it was just a, you know, a real honor to to be asked to talk and and i think like we talked about health coaching i think is such a massive thing for people from so many different backgrounds and i would urge anybody who's looking into it to you know kind of throw caution to the wind and just crack on with it and do it because the the need for people to help others especially with health is is going to be bigger than ever moving forward
0: absolutely just throw caution to the wind and go for it (laughs) (laughs) it's been an absolute pleasure thank you victoria
1: and you and i hope to catch up soon
0: definitely well that's all we've got time for today thanks for listening and a big thank you to victoria for sharing her knowledge with us you can find all the information discussed today and more about victoria in the show notes on the cnn website at www.cnmpodcast.com And if you're interested in learning more about health coaching, visit CNM's Health Coach website at www.thehealthcoach.com. There's a great free health coaching webinar you can watch on the website too. And we also have a series of open events coming up, so be sure to check those out too. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe through your favorite podcatcher so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, we'd love it if you could leave us a rating or review as this helps us when creating new content.